1: Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All I ever wanted was a little love
0: I want true romance, it's true Hello,
2: Welcome to true romance. This is carolina barlow and this is devin leary. You guys might be like carolina sounds different this week and that's because I am as doctors have said sick Um, and when I say doctor, I really do mean myself, but I have a cold. That's right I have an illness i'm ill with the cold Um, and it's really changed my voice for the better. I think I wish that this would stay I think a husky voice is a very attractive quality in a young lady. I mean, famously, Emma Stone had something like bronchitis as a kid, and that's why she has a smoky voice. And and some could say I was jealous of that. But today, I I am Emma Stone. Yeah, you know, I know little facts like trivia, stuff like that. Most of the trivia I know, it doesn't have to do with, say, world history or science. It mostly has to do with, you know, childhood illnesses of celebrities. But... I am feeling better. I'm on the mend. Um, all I have to do is sleep all day and and I get better. Um, but in my fever haze, I did have um, two anxiety attacks. I don't know if this was a result of me not leaving the house. I don't know if it was a result of me being sick. I don't know if this is just the fact that I was made this way. I was born this way. I just have a brain like this, but I have these anxiety attacks where I start to tell myself a story that I absolutely believe. And it doesn't feel like I'm telling myself a story. So I texted my ex out of nowhere, just out of being, like, kind of bored. The The text did not go through. Here is me thinking, wow, he blocked me. I've never been blocked before, so I don't know, why, not to brag, so I don't even know what that looks like.
3: Wait, what do you mean, so it, mean it didn't like, go through? Like,
2: like how do you said, know like, like this uh, not delivered or something like it's so weird and so i was like okay i'm calling then because i need to figure out if i'm blocked or not this number has been disconnected text a mutual friend being like okay i'm sorry to do this but has changed his number and they were like i don't think so and then wheels really started turning i was like oh my god oh my god i did something me upset him he's mad at me his family's mad at me. I just got very, very scared. Um, cut to, let's say, an hour later. I've been freaking out for a while. Find out that he's stored in my phone under the wrong number. But how did how that this, happen? Like, how did this happen? I have no idea. I might have like deleted the number, then put it back in with just on memory. I, I, I don't remember. But okay, I find his right number. Immediately call that puppy. Like I, I'm at this point so anxious that I'm forgetting, like what how abnormal this behavior is in general. Go straight to voicemail. I don't leave a voicemail. Thank God. I sent him three texts that go a little something like this, okay? Hey,, I'm so sorry. i I'm sorry for texting. I'm sorry for calling. You don't have to call back. I thought you were mad at me, so I decided to um call you. Um, I had your wrong number. Um, if you'd ever want to meet up as friends, that would be fun. Even if you want to bring your GF, if that's cool with you, if it wasn't weird for you to, okay. Um, sorry, uh, again for calling. Um, and then I just wrote, this is the craziest I've ever sounded on text, which is like the only normal thing that I think I did that day, like was just like concede that this was like, thank God. Yeah. But if you thought that was too crazy and you're like, Carolina, that's really bad, don't you worry. Because I also texted his sister saying, Hey, hope you're well. Being freaked out that she was mad at me. Now, listeners, you might be Wait, saying. Wait, all you said was, Hey, hope you're well? I was like thinking about you guys, hope you're well. Um, oh, my hope God. You, you know, oh, Devin, this is like the worst thing that I've, this has ever happened. And I want to say something. This is direct karma for me ever judging someone for how they reacted to a breakup because i am Uh, pretty good
3: myself included maybe (laughs) devin's uh,
2: nodding like a bobblehead i really thought that i had was under control i had been a long time i i really thought that I was like someone, I, I just really prided on myself. In fact, like, yeah, when people break up with me, I'm done. I walk away. Not a problem. I'm, you'll be lucky if you ever hear from me again. Well, it turns out some people are lucky and they do hear from me again. <laughs> <laughs> um. So that was what my anxiety looked like. I had like another anxiety attack. And I'm going to call them attacks, okay? Because no, I'm not hyperventilating in hyperventilating in the middle of the street but i'm building narratives that are so scary that i did have to sit down while walking my dog because i was like oh my god i'm so i'm so scared i'm so scared like which is not good um some people have recommended exercise to me other people have recommended more medication i'm on three medications so more is a little bit like you know at that point why don't i just become a pharmacist and go to pharmacist school and open up a little shop but i did feel a little unwell this week
3: um because well, of um, those instances i have a thought and a question what do you want first Uh let's hear your thought my thought first was that i was like listening being like oh my god okay and then i realized that what we judge in others we fear in ourselves because not Two months ago, I texted my most recent ex and said, hey, saw you blocked me and my friends. Sane way to start a sentence in parentheses and presume it's due to my behavior towards you that was hurtful. I understand if you're angry at me and don't want to be in contact. I'm not angry at you anymore. LOL. Okay. I didn't say (laughs) LOL, but I'm just like dead at how dramatic I'm being. I am not angry at you anymore. And I deeply regret the pain I've caused you and regret how I acted out on my feelings without thinking how my words could hurt you. That's the by the way that's the like 12 step years of 12 step like forming of my brain when i was young where i'm like i and i deeply regret like this scripted like (laughs) tone of like i i am not angry at you anymore and i deeply regret the pain i've caused you and regret how i acted out of my feelings without thinking how my words could hurt you i'm sincerely sorry which i was sincerely sorry you didn't deserve the anger i projected on you i care about you and it's not ending (laughs) it's still going guys um you didn't deserve the anger that I projected on you. I care about you and hope you are well. Okay. And what's the response? Hey, I didn't block you. <laughs> okay. And my response was just a bunch of ellipses, like dot, 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 dot. Um, yeah. And that was fine. So that was my thought was like, I wanted to judge you, but really it's because like I have done the same exact thing. Um, okay. What is your question? Okay. Let it breathe, hon. <laughs> um, <laughs> my question was Have you done like therapy anal? To- <laughs> my, my question is have My question you- is a little unrelated. <laughs> Do you think you will ever try anal beads? um No, I was gonna say Have you done specific therapy to like process this breakup? Like, is there stuff there that you need to explore or figure out? Because sometimes I know I've done the thing of like, oh, like when you were describing being like, um, I'm done with that. Moving on, like I've done that. And then like years later, I'm like reprocessing that, like that was the core of my shame. Okay, don't be doing this cookie.
2: I think that I'm really cocky and really scared of being, quote unquote, crazy. Like I...
3: Okay, how does that answer the question?
2: (laughs) Well, it answers the question because, like, no, you're right. I don't engage in therapy about it except to be like, I'm sad. Right. But I'm not, like, yeah, what screw, is there a screw loose that, like, because of this breakup, am I really hurt, yada, yada, yada? You know, maybe it's a problem that I am, like, terrified of dating again because of, like, being hurt by someone. Or maybe... Mm -hmm um no that doesn't sound like a problem at all (laughs) (laughs) sounds like a good thing um i even though i did i was actually proud of myself for this a guy messaged me on riot today and i did message him back like i was like you know what wow i'm gonna i'm gonna engage with you and then he didn't reply and i was like that's fine because bitch i didn't like you anyway
3: okay it's just what i should have written no stop (laughs) it's the same it's the avoidance is coming through you're right message someone else she's right She's
2: right Um, Well I just wanted to recap our listeners to that And I think what I've gotten From this conversation is that No I'm not done processing as Devin and I um, learn In our EMDR is that we're just not Done processing certain events
3: I want true Romance
0: Bean Dad The Dress 30 to 50 Feral Hogs Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail.
3: I mean, it's just, like, so mind-blowing in my experience. Like, it's interesting because my most recent breakup was not, like, the worst boyfriend I've ever had. Like, the most damaged. It wasn't, like... Like, I wouldn't think of it as, like, my my most, like, traumatic relationship or, like, my biggest relationship. It was only six months, but, like, everything was, like, encapsulated in that. It's, like, this... Right. It's, like, I... Every... Be- it's because of everything. I came to that relationship with, like, I came to that relationship feeling like a hollow person that needed to be like filled up by someone else. Why did I feel that way? Because my whole life I felt like I couldn't be my full self around my family, and I felt like I like am under scrutiny. So I like feel like I have to project different versions of myself, and then like I am responsible for everyone's feelings. So I take that on, and then like I won't be honest about the like. It was just like every single. Like, I would bring up memories. I was like, oh, well, this doesn't really bother me that much. But, like, the memory where we broke up and he said we were, like, definitely never getting back together. And then I'm, like, sobbing, being like, oh, the time I, like, was hiding on the couch because I thought my parents were mad at me. And then, like, no one checked on me and I was alone. It's, like, so fascinating. And it all has. And then it's interesting because then, like, my breakup before that, which I thought was, like, the most damaging. Then I'm like, well it's weird because like the reason why the most recent relationship had so much there to be reprocessed is because of the levels of self-loathing that were involved. Right. It's like the way I tend to think about my relationship before that is kind of like, it's pretty cut and dry that that person was like a complete narcissist and like had no feeling, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like, I mean, I don't have, I just don't have as much like there wasn't as much like shame and manipulation involved on my part. So I like, Right, was just like, whatever. But anyway, that's a little, yeah. just a little two cents about just emotionally. A what is it? Eye movement, like rapid, rapid eye movement data reprocessing, or some bullshit. Yeah, look it up. Look girls, it Google up, it. girls. You're gonna want to be googling it and giving that a try because that's really gonna turn things around. Google it and your zip code, and then we'll we'll meet you on the other side. <laughs> we'll be there. Um. I huge- basically sign up for emdr and we'll be there <laughs> we show up so yeah i wish do
2: you ever wonder that. i'm like how did you learn this rhythm i remember my first emdr session and this girl's wagging her finger in front of my face and i'm like i know you went to school for this how do you know how to send me into a space where i'm going to revisit all my traumatic memories oh my god here i go i don't know know
3: how they do it i i don't know how fran does it i'm always like i mean by the way that's like not even her name but that's my nickname i use for her fran (laughs) Um, normal (laughs) but um in my head but i yeah i'm like i don't know where you but i'm also like like she's like guiding me but like it's interesting because my talk therapist now sounding like the biggest asshole in the world because it's like I have two therapists, whatever. But you're um, like, now my art sculpture therapist. Now, yeah. Um, but my talk therapist like really makes the connections where she's like, Oh, it sounds like every time you do this behavior around your family, like you don't like the result. It's interesting that you continue to do it anyway. And I'll be like, Jesus fucking Christ. But my EMDR therapist just kind of like guides me. And then I feel like I get to the discoveries by myself where I'm like, oh, totally. It's totally that. And
2: it's exhausting to do because you're also doing a lot of work where what is this bringing up? What is this bringing up? What is this bringing up? And I've got to say, a lot of it ain't good. A lot lot of of it's some bad memories um but they need to be processed and they need to be looked at they're begging to be looked at and i can tell because my behavior isn't pretty Mm. um oh my god i haven't even told my therapist about my anxiety this week she is going to be sending me on a field trip yeah that will be good though it'll be great it'll all be great i think it's all a lesson and and maybe the first part is to like to be more compassionate with myself and like why the fear of getting in quote unquote trouble has been the scariest for me my whole life mm. but i wanted to talk this is a tangent but i wanted to talk about the most recent episode of southern charm okay because something really disturbing happens in it so the group is in the bahamas everyone is an alcoholic this is they're not in
3: they're
2: in Jamaica. Oh, sorry. They're in Jamaica. Everyone's an alcoholic. Craig so often looks drunk. He looks like uh, a sign. He looks like a picture that you would show like a teenage like drunk driving course on. Like he looks like sunburnt, So for a handsome man, just so disgusting. Like mm. wrinkled shirt, like red face. But they're all on the bus together, the and bus. A, a, a classic. Um, scene of a crime from many a Bravo show. Quite literally, in the case of Jen Shaw and Salt Lake City, yeah. Too, but this time they're all just traveling in the bus. And someone asks Taylor Shep's ex, "What, um, what's it like? What was it like dating Shep?" And she goes in front of him, "Don't expect to finish." Mm. Which I thought was just like her being
3: petty. But then I know I know like if he had said nothing, it would have just been like, okay, well, Taylor, she's really mad actively like so angry and seeking revenge this whole season. So like that's probably whatever. But yeah, go on. But
2: instead, Shep angrily and drunkenly yells, I don't care. I don't care if I'm having fun. That's it. All I care about is myself having fun. And that is it. I don't care. Okay, I show up. And we do it, and it's fun. Great. Like, he literally sounds like that. It's so bananas. He sounds like a crazy Republican. Like, that's the only thing I can compare it to. Is just, like, someone who's, like, so ignoring logic. And then in a talking head interview, Taylor's like, I can probably count on less than three fingers how many times. I know.
3: You would think she was talking about three hands, even though that doesn't even make anatomical sense.
2: You're just like... How can you be proud of the fact, <laughs> or or how can you be like, you know what, that's just not sex to me, is the other person's, like, enjoyment, or, like, having culminate culmination and, like, enjoyment. It's so strange to me, and it makes me think of that boots on the ground that there was. Yes, from Bitch Sesh. From back Bitch in the day. Sesh, where Shep was bad in bed.
3: Yeah, and the person... Well, I don't know if the person said, okay, Cookie, this actually couldn't be more annoying. Um, I don't know if the person said that he like wouldn't go down on her or if Casey and Danielle on Bitch Sesh said they imagine he doesn't do that. Um, Because yeah, that is so jarring. And then like both the other, whoever, or all the men who gave talking heads after were like, um, I think that you should be proud of like, or like, that's the thing. It's like, he doesn't realize it was like embarrassing for him. And it's just, he's looking sadder and sadder. And I, if I was I'm a friend, that. I'd be like, quit the show, quit the
2: show. quit." Like you need to be off camera. Like you,
3: well, there's no I to- saw him on Raya and I noticed that his profile on Raya said like, it wasn't even like TV right now. I think it was like entertainment right now in the future. Who knows? I'm like, sir you are middle-aged like no it's right now you're on bravo and that's it and then just retire off your family money like you are not gonna move on to bigger and better things than getting drunk in jamaica on a beach like and he's so much older than all of them then he's like pridefully saying that he was what was he doing when when taylor was like i was knocking back beers i was knocking back red stripes when you were in the first grade and she looks at him and she's like yeah yeah, she's like, that's depressing. Hello, hello, hello. Is any of this breaking through? You are a depressing case. I know, and it's like, it's interesting because, like, it, it beckons the idea of a quote by one of my most beloved cringeworthy figures, which is Taylor Swift saying that trash takes itself out every time. Um, I say cringe because she did refer to Reputation as, what was it? A goth punk moment of female rage at being gaslit by an entire social structure is what Taylor Swift referred to the Reputation album as. And meanwhile, the songs are like, don't blame me, love made me crazy. If it doesn't, you ain't doing it. All right. All right. And I'm like, okay, like, just calm (laughs) down. Like, that's not that, but okay. She's but, like she put on a collar, had her
2: hair like gelled back and was like I and, and am she was goth. like
3: society is ga- is gaslighting me and I need to speak out about it and I'm like But the thing is she's not wrong. She's no, she, not wrong. She's not wrong but the album is not that. It's like yes, like society gaslights women. Yes. Like there is female rage in the album but like it's just like to say that about it like you it's just you have to be a little bit self-aware and be like, guys, I know it's reputation. Like, it's like the same way when I talk about this podcast, like, I wouldn't be like, um, it's a radical act of women speaking out again. I would just be like, um, it's my podcast. Like, <laughs> I just be like, um, it's my
2: Meanwhile, podcast. Meanwhile, I'm next to you being like, it is feminism.
3: <laughs> I know. Meanwhile, I'm like, Meredith and Seth would not even deign <laughs> to do this piece of trash interview. Um, no. But anyway, the point is, the point is that Taylor Swift said trash takes itself out every single time. And if you think about it, she, when reputation happened, she was on the outs. Everyone hated her. There was literally a Vulture article. Oh, now Vulture wants to write all their listicles about like how much they love Taylor and all the best songs at Midnight's or whatever. Well, they wrote and they published an article that was talking about how her whole career is built on a victim narrative. And we're basically trying to take her down and like They were like deciphering her lyrics and saying that she was like a stalker, crazy ex-girlfriend. And Kim and Kanye were on top. Flash forward. Scooter Braun is losing all his clients. Don't even, you know, we can't. Losing all his clients. (laughs) I'm like, really, Carol? You really want to go there? Well, I I told uh, Devin
2: a rumor about why I think that Scooter was dropped. And let's just say it is looks to camera.
3: Wow it was it's sinister so and he's lost all his clients and then kim is evil working for a hedge fund with or starting a private equity group with a guy who worked for the carlisle group and like is basically responsible for evil blood money and kanye is like the worst um anti semite, nazi that like i mean the worst nazi that's like a nazi <laughs> moron <It's> a highbrow <laughs> I mean, of all the all the those guys, he's definitely a bad one. No, I think he's just whatever. So the point is, trash took itself out. She didn't even have to make the goth punk moment of female rage because they proved that they sucked. And it's the same with Taylor and Olivia with Austin and Shep. But what Olivia's doing is letting Austin implode on his own and like letting him get agitated to the point where he embarrasses himself. And Taylor is too impatient for that, so she's like texting what did she text him she's like is your dick good and he's She like, said are you good he said yeah and she said i mean dick wise which i was like oh babe but, but
2: wait can you help me because what does that even mean like did she it means, mean like are you like having a, sex yeah like are you taken care of it was what how i like, and then Devin's she's like oh never mind I'm such I'm a grimace right now
3: like what then she's like oh cool well then i'll just stay with austin like i do relate but that's so tough but I get it obviously from the girls who are like, and I texted my ex, Hey, you blocked me today. Um, we get it, but it's like, Oh God, it's so much better to be Olivia and be like, I look hot in a bikini and I'm just going to like, wait for you guys to embarrass yourselves.
2: It's true. I, I would love to be an Olivia.
3: Um, or Madison, not really as funny as us. I mean, Madison is really funny and amazing. Maybe funnier
2: than both of us.
3: She is funnier than both of us. And like, yeah.
0: Um. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your
1: podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail.
2: I want to circle back on taylor swift because i want to talk about the time magazine article where she's kind of very open about the like timeline with travis kelsey and yeah. how they were already a couple when we all saw them together for the first time
3: and she's how, like oh don't worry we've been dating for like at least four weeks by then <laughs> i'm like truly truly okay
2: I, there's so many rumors that they're engage, are about to be engaged. I think they are about to be engaged because I think her camp is, like, very, very private about things. Um, but I thought it was such a fuck you to Joe Alwyn how when she was like, well, when you're saying a relationship is public, you're saying that I'm out here going to events to support him. He's going to events to support me. We're proud of each other. Yep. And you're like, oh, of course, someone not going to see you perform or someone like not going out and letting themselves be seen with you because they hated the attention so much made you feel like diminished or like not seen. Yeah. And instead, Travis is like dancing with your dad, listening to like going to see you on concert.
3: Totally. And I also like get that in the sense of and and as, as we've both talked about, like, dating someone who, like, isn't proud to be with you is, like, such a pain. I was just talking to this. I was just talking to this. I was speaking to this uh, topic. No, I was speaking about this experience I've had twice now where I'm in relationships with people who, like, everyone around them is, like, whoa, like, you scored. (laughs) They're, like, whoa, you scored, dude. No, but, like, their friends and family are, like, wow, this person is amazing for you or, like, this person's great. Like, the amount of times I've heard, like, she's a keeper from, like, a man's family and meanwhile the man i'm with is just like looking at me like i'm like a board of like sandpaper (laughs) like they like couldn't care less if i live or die and i'm like why does everyone else around you see that i'm like great but you are the only one who doesn't think that and that's probably how she felt with joe because that's what the song tolerate it is about and that's why that song got me through one of my breakups because i was like yeah I deserve someone who celebrates my love. And all I get is people who like are like annoyed by me and like trying to like tolerate everything I have to offer when everything I have to offer is so amazing. Like I I can't think of anything besides glaring mental illness that I don't that I like isn't amazing about me.
2: (laughs) I think you're amazing. I think anyone would be lucky enough to
3: have you. Thanks. And I feel the same about you. So with Travis and Taylor, something that I've been talking about with people this week is like, cause she wore a dress to her birthday and it's like, I don't know. It's like the same thing with like therapy where you learn like, oh, you can't expect people to change. Like that's just a loser's game. But like, I always am shocked by how bad her like street style is or like the things she wears to events. Like it's like the even it's I like, think they're getting better. I, I really do. Name one good look. I liked her look at the VMAs.
2: Which was which one the was that? The black dress with a lot of necklaces.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. But it's, like, still, like, slightly off. It's, like, it's always on slightly off, like, TBS or whatever the fuck. Like, or IFC. Like, that was their logo at one point. But, I anyway, it's, like, this week she wore a dress to her birthday party that she knew everyone was going to take her picture. And it's, like, the dress is on like new arrivals on revolve.com this week. And I'm like, really? Like, I don't know. I'm just like anyone could have that, but, and it's like, not that great. It's like, fine. Like if I saw like a girl from my high school wearing that for her birthday, that would make sense. But like the most, like the person of the year is wearing that is like a little bit. And she used to always wear like Aqua by Bloomingdale's. But then I was messaging with someone who prefers to remain anonymous, but I always go to for my swift takes was saying like maybe this is part of a campaign for her to like remain relatable like she Very wants fans to like see themselves in her she wants to look like the popular girl in high school she wants to be at like the christmas bar with travis and his friends like taking pictures with like a snowflake glass. I think those are cute i think it's cute too but there might be like a motive of like i want to be like the relatable girl or maybe that just is her because she's always been that way even like when her thing used to be like wearing like baggy jeans and a sweatshirt and she rips it off and there's like a gold dress underneath. It's like, okay. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, Oh, um, I think some people just struggle with style and don't know it. You know, it's not me.
2: I actually absolutely
3: do. Um, But you know it. Like, I feel like she's like, this is the best. (laughs) Any other friend would say, no, not you. You're like,
2: yeah, but the great thing about you is that, you know, you suck.
3: no I just meant like she like thinks mm-hmm. that she looks amazing mm-hmm. and you don't think that yep do mm-hmm. you wait do you <laughs> oh, wait please
2: tell me you don't think you look good
3: <laughs> um no uh, Carol no, you look great it's just no. different. you know this it's like we went to that party that one time and I had to borrow an outfit it's like I if something's not like skin tight or showing like we just have very different types of style and mine is like usually like I feel like um lacking if like a part of my body isn't like tightly displayed,
2: yeah, and I feel the quite the opposite. I feel like I need to have a free flowing floral dress on,
3: yeah and that, so, those are our story and that's our story, so that's just it, so that's fine, and we should just add quickly before we go, throw back to the original days of true romance when we used to read Demi Lovato's fiance at the times instagram captions um. It is in the headlines today that Demi Lovato and Jordan Jutes Lutes are engaged inside the, quote, personal and intimate proposal. And I'm just like, does it really have to be Jordan Jutes Lutes? Yes, it does. You know what I mean? It's like, and she goes by poot like Jordan. I don't know.
2: It has to be. Anything is better than the Instagram caption where she was like, my dad used to always call me his little cowgirl. And now I have a new little partner.
3: Oh my! Oh yeah, little partner. Um, does anyone know like who he is? I think he's quote unquote a musician. Could be anything. It doesn't say they first met. Oh, they first met while co-writing her song Substance. Okay. Oh, okay. So, well, maybe he's okay. We became friends first. We were friends for several months, and then we decided to start dating. Okay. You're a little literal dream come true. And I'm so grateful to call you mine. The singer wrote in a birthday post for Jutes. <laughs> birthday <laughs> post for Jutes. So, you know, I don't know.
2: We say this, but I do. Um, There is an actor right now. Who nobody's even heard of. So it's not. Well, okay, I guess you guys can look him up named Joe Gilroy. And he does have tattoos on his face. And I think he's like one of the hottest people I've ever seen in my life. So, like, I, I'm against, like tattoos on face until until it happens to me.
3: Well, honestly, Morgan Wade, famous 28-year-old, very attractive. Very attractive and also has neck tattoos that I'm like, yeah. "Oh, okay, so I guess I'm into neck tattoos now." Wait, yeah. Joe Gilroy actor, I don't even see this person. Maybe I said the wrong name. There's no pictures of him online. Oh, I said
2: the wrong name and I will not remember it. All okay. you got to know is that there's a really attractive man out there with tattoos on his face and I have a crush on him. That's all I need. Until next time, Devin. I love you. Love you, Carol. All
3: I ever wanted was a
0: little love. I want you.
1: Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm
4: Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love. Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net.